listening to PetLifeRadio.com. What Were You Thinking is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADTHINK, S-A-D-T-H-I-N-K, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Ah. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks and Foul Weather, and I'm here with my wife, Linda. Hello. And I get quite a few people emailing me and asking me if they can recommend some good animal books. And I would be happy to do so. Uh, Since the holidays are coming up, I thought it would be a good idea to have a uh, holiday reading guide. There's still time to uh, buy some of these books and give them to people as gifts. And otherwise, read them yourself. yourself. This uh, doesn't pretend to be any kind of survey of the newest books. These are basically... Books we got on our bookshelves or ones we've liked over the years. Yeah, books we've liked a lot. So that's what we're going to talk about. Some of these books, uh, most of them are in print, I think, but the few that are out of print... You still might be able to get them. Oh, you certainly can, from Abe Books or even Amazon, they have used right. books. So, and uh, we are here in our uh, noisy bird room in uh, West Michigan. I did get a comment from somebody from one of the last shows. They said... It's noisy. They said, boy, your birds are loud, but <laughs> um, they, they like to be on the show, nice too. Nice sunny day, so they're just expressing themselves. Yep. Linda, you want to start? with uh, some book recommendations. Now, a lot of these, some of these will be more well-known than others, but I think uh, we have some books you probably have not heard of. Of course, you want to mention your own books, which are wonderful books. Oh, okay, let's do that and get that out of the way. Thank you. I want to mention that uh, Enslaved by Ducks and Fall Weather are now out on Kindle, and last weekend, Enslaved by Ducks was the number one pet bird book in print, format and it was also the number one pet bird book on kindle so we're excited about that so if you're interested in uh, pet birds and also rabbits and cats and uh, ducks and geese and turkeys that's an enslaved by ducks and also fall weather you'll enjoy them yeah you'll enjoy them so lynn do you want to start with some favorite book of yours well some of my um favorite books over the years um i'd have to say my probably one of my number i'd say my number one favorite series of books is the james harriet series. They've been out many, many years. Maybe several, most of you people have maybe heard of them. But um, the books of All Things Wise and Wonderful, All Creatures Great and Small, All Things Bright and Beautiful, and The Lord God Made Them All. That's four different books. It's about an English veterinarian starting from back in the 1930s and his practice with his boss Siegfried Farnham, his uh, Uh, Siegfried's brother Tristan and all the interesting farmers in that region of England is the Dales region 
and I love these books. They are just, they are so wonderful. They've, they're written with the dialect, the way the, written the way the people talk and the funny things the farmers say, all the wonderful things the animals do. And I love this series. It's so funny and so heartwarming. I read them over and over. I, I absolutely love them. That's one. I see that uh, number two on your list. Linda is a little better organized than I am. She has a list. I just have a bunch of books uh, strewn out over the dining room table. But I see number two, you have Gerald Durrell. You want to talk a little bit about him? That's another series I absolutely love. And there's so many books by this guy. He was uh, from Britain, but then they moved to Corfu when he was a child. So he spent his childhood on the island of Corfu. And it was an island replete with wildlife uh, animals that he was a, he loved animals from the day he was born practically. He had a very lenient mother that let him bring all these animals into his bedroom. He had a very quirky, friendly family, and he talks about, in these books, uh, talks about his childhood, then he goes along, talks about all the phases of his life, and he picks up all these animals, keeps them in his bedroom, plays on the seashore, goes out in boats. He, later on in his life, uh, the, when he's a teenager, moves back to England, and he later on starts working in a zoo, and he gets the idea he wants to be uh, collect animals for zoos, and especially endangered species to protect them from going extinct. He starts a zoo in Jersey, the island of Jersey. He goes all over the world. He spends his life going all over the world collecting animals for zoos. And these books he writes are about his travels collecting these animals. They're hilarious. These books are absolutely, he's a wonderful writer, just hilarious writer. And you will love these books. They're so good. I think in uh, England he's uh, sort of an institution because he was on television a lot there. He, was on, he had a BBC series. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. His name is, is Gerald Durrell, D-U-R-R-E-L-L. Uh, his brother is a very famous novelist named Lawrence Durrell. He wrote uh, the Alexandria Quartet. Which totally different kind of books. Totally different but... thing. Two of my favorite Gerald Durrell books have been out of print for a while, and they have just uh, been reissued under a single cover called the Corfu Trilogy. And the two of my three favorite books are um, My Family and Other Animals, just oh, hilarious. Just hilarious. And Birds, Beasts, and Relatives. Wonderful And book. that's about him growing up on Isle of Corfu. And then later in life, he wrote a third book called The Garden of the Gods, also about Corfu. I haven't read that one yet. Another one of his really good books about collecting animals that's very funny is called The Overloaded Ark. Yes. And another really funny book is about the first job he ever had at a zoo, and it's called Beasts in the Belfry, and that's really good. Yep. Oh, his books are great. Can't beat them. So, I don't know, I just have a list here of stuff. I, I don't remember the plots to all of them. I just remember over the years that I loved these books. There was one called Arnie the Darling Starling about this lady that found this little bird out by her garden is a nestling. She brought it in the house, took it in the attic, tried to put it back in the nest, and it kept just, it, it got back down in the garden right beside her. It happened three times, and she put it back. She decided that she was meant to take it inside and raise it because it just kept falling out of the nest. So it's about her raising this bird inside her house, making friends with it, and all the wonderful things that this bird does including learning to talk and, and all sorts of things. That's a real favorite. It's a very charming book. Favorite uh, book with people who like keeping starlings as pets. I should have brought the book in because I can't remember the author's name right now. 
but um, it's, it's Arnie the Darling Starling. I'm pretty sure that's out of print. Linda, you were saying uh, when you were rereading it that you would not recommend it as a how-to guide because um, she did a lot of things that people probably wouldn't do now when they're raising I, I a starling. I know she fed it steak and pieces of corn and orange juice, and I, I don't think you would do that. And no. I can run and get the book if you oh, want that's me okay. to. That's okay. But, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead and get it. Yeah, this takes... Okay, Linda's got the book here, and who, who's the author, please? Yeah, I actually had it in the bedroom because I started reading again. Um, I don't know if I can pronounce this right. Marguerite, how do you pr pronounce S-I-G-L? Sigel. Sigel Corbo, C-O-R-B-O, and Diane Marie Barras, B-A-R-R-A-S. So just remember the last name, Corbo, C-O-R-B-O. Yeah, first but, name is Marguerite. Yeah, but, but it's, it's yeah. a very fun book. It's, oh, it is. It was kind of ahead of its time in a way. Uh, I think it was probably written in the 60s or something. But Somewhere uh, around a, there. A great book, so really recommend that. Yes, very good. Okay, what else you got there? Another one is sort of along that same line is a book called That Quail Robert by Margaret Stan, I don't know if you pronounce it, Stanger, or S-T-A-N-G-E-R. She finds an egg that the, is abandoned by the mother, and they, she hatches it, and it's this little quail, and it lives in her house, and all the cute things it does, and it's, it's just another one of those kind of heartwarming books that you just can't put down. It's very sweet. I love that book. Okay, I see someone I want to talk about with you, too, and that's uh, this guy. Why don't you uh, mention, this is just a... Really one of my Incredible favorite all-time book. books. The Dog Who Rescues Cat by Philip Gonzalez. And I've actually talked with him on the phone. He's a great several guy. Several times, I think. So, yeah, several times. He's a great guy. He lives on Long Island. And he had gotten some accident. What was it? Was it in the Air Force? I think it was at his job after he got out of the service. He got in an accident and his arm and maybe a leg. I Couldn't guess, hardly kind of, do anything anymore. Nope. And so he kind of gave up on life. Yeah. And I don't know if somebody recommended him to go to the dog pound, get a dog, or if he just thought of that. But he went there intending to get, I think, a big dog. I think that's what he intended. And he kept seeing this little dog. And for some reason, that's the dog he fell in love with and decided he had to take home. Well, that dog turned out to be a dog that he named Jenny who was a dog that liked to rescue cats. She had almost a psychic ability to find cats who were lost. And that's what this book is about. And you will just be amazed at the things that this dog can do, finding cats. Yeah, I'm looking at the cover picture right now. Just a darling little I dog. Have, I have never seen a dog that looks like this before. So it's intelligent. So striking. And yeah. so, oh, Very. cats just love this dog. The last I heard, and this was a few years ago, but he had 43 cats in his apartment that he had rescued, and his friend that helps him had 40, no, he had 44, and she had 43. So between the two of them, they had like 87, 88 cats. And uh, this dog is just, you can walking down the street, and they'll go on a wild goose chase, and at the end of it, he finds a cat that's someplace like in an abandoned building or in a glove compartment of a car or what. You'll just be amazed when you read yeah, this book. Yeah, Jenny will lead him right to the cat, and he'll say, there's nothing here. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. And the and duck she will not abandoned leave. Yeah. No, she won't go. She won't leave, and so he starts searching, and then he finds a cat. And uh, for some reason, Jenny likes cats. And uh, this really turned into an avocation for Philip Gonzalez because after this, he started waking up early every morning. He'd take Ginny for a walk. He lives on Long Island, and he would go feed uh, all the stray cats in Long Island. Yeah, and he had a really medical problems that made it hard for him. I think uh, finally somebody had to help him because he couldn't lift the uh, food things to take out there, and he'd have to go middle of the night sometimes or close mm -hmm. to morning to put the food out, like between four and six, or anyway, in the you know a time that you'd never expect just to help these cats. 
and uh, it, so, it was great. So it's The Dog Who Rescues Cats by Philip Gonzalez. I think he just There's lost... another one, too, wasn't The Blessing there? of the Animals. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. I think he just lost Ginny about three years ago now. Oh, but oh the, really? Yeah, but there's some fans that set up a website. Uh, I can't tell you the URL, but it's it's worth uh, looking up. Uh, fabulous book. Oh, you you will love it. Yep. Did you want to talk a little bit about the pig book? The, uh, why don't you talk about that one? Well, we'll both talk about it. Cy Montgomery is a... Uh, a uh, wonderful author who lives in uh, New England. I forget which state exactly, but she has written a lot of nature books and books for children as well as adults. And there's a wonderful book for adults that uh, Linda and I are both just crazy about, and it's called oh, The Good Good Pig. The Good Good Pig. I don't remember where she got it. Well, she was visiting some, I think, a neighbor who had this scrawny little pig, and uh, they were going to get rid of the pig, and she felt sorry for it and took the little piglet home. It's just a tiny little dirty, ill piglet, and she never really even thought it would survive. Well, not only did it survive, it grew up in... To be enormous. Enormous. I forget if it weighed over a 1,000 pounds or not. Oh, I don't know, but... She named it Christopher Hogwood. (laughs) And um, everyone loved that pig. It had quite the personality. Yeah, it had quite People the came life. People from too. all over to feed it. Oh yeah, and there's wonderful pictures in the book of uh, just you can't believe how just enormous Christopher oh, is. There's um, a neighbor boy, looks like about a seven-year-old boy or so, laying on the pig as the pig is lying on its side, so and the pig friendly. looks so happy. And here's this kid just kind of laying on this pig. Oh yeah, that pig loved everybody. Yeah, so that's a great book. It is. Um, Cy has a new book called Birdology, and I'll just read you the subtitle. It's called Adventures with a Pack of Hens, a Peck of Pigeons, Cantankerous Crows, Fierce Falcons, Hip-Hop Parrots, Baby Hummingbirds, and One Murderously Big Living Dinosaur. And uh, Cy goes around the world looking for uh, unique uh, and unusual birds, and she writes a chapter on each. Uh, mostly a trip uh, travels in America, but she goes to Australia yeah, goes to see the, the cassowary. And uh, I just want to say quickly that uh, there's two absolutely extraordinary chapters among many. There's one about a rehabber who rehabs hummingbirds. And, you know, if we think we have a tough raising our starlings and baby cedar oh. waxwings, you would not believe how much trouble and how much care it takes oh. to be a surrogate parent for a hummingbird. feed those things. Oh, my goodness. And then there's a chapter on uh, falconry, and I absolutely had no idea what a dangerous uh, pastime that falconry is, and it's dangerous for the humans. I mean, you might as well have a uh, tiger that you're messing around with as uh, these raptors are very dangerous. It's also dangerous for the birds, unfortunately, because uh, they're prone to red-tailed hawks and other birds going after them, and it's dangerous for the dogs you take along. So I'm not going to pretend I'm an advocate of falconry, because I am not, but you really should read the chapter, because there's nothing nothing else like it. Yes. We're going to take a break, because, Linda, we're halfway through already, and we got a lot more books to talk about. This is our Holiday Reading Guide show, uh, episode of What Were You Thinking? Um, Visit my website, uh, www.bobtart.com, and I'm not going to pretend that uh, this uh, list is going to be on the website, but I'm going to try and put the list up on um, the Pet Life Radio website, www.petliferadio.com. So we're going to take a break, word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. (laughs) 
What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop Shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code THINKING, T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at Shoebuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash what, W-H-A-T, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code WHAT, W-H-A-T, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping at Petco.com. Question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I reach a mention. I need time. I need love. I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. What Were You Thinking is brought to you by Angie'sList.com. Need veterinary care for your pets? How about someone to work on your home, teeth, or car? Take away the guesswork by choosing a provider that your neighbors gave the highest rating. You'll find thousands of reviews on service providers right in your area. What Were You Thinking listeners get a 25% discount too. Join Angie's List and use promo code THINKING, T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G, and get 25% off at Angie'sList.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere. 
all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Ow! In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, you're back with Bob Tart and Linda Tart. Hi, Linda. What's that? I wonder if I can Yeah, you can read that. that. And, uh... We are talking about a uh, holiday reading guide. These are books that uh, about pets or nature, animals that um, would be good gifts, but also um, they're just plain good reading. So um, if you wanted, to, you don't get the book you asked for for Christmas, although you should ask for Enslaved by Ducks and Follow Weather. Of course. The print edition and the Kindle edition. Um, but even after you get them, you might want more animal books to read. Linda, what book do you have there that you recommend? Well, this one is called Moduck by Ralph Helfler, who is a an, well-known Hollywood animal trainer. And this is, I'll just read you something that's on the back of the book because it's kind of cool. Uh, spanning seven decades and three continents, Moduck is one of the most amazing true stories, animal stories ever told. Raised together in a small German circus town, a boy and an elephant formed a bond that would last their entire lives and would be tested time and again through a near-fatal shipwreck in the Indian Ocean, an apprenticeship with the legendary Mahout elephant trainers in the Indian teak forest. They eventually rise to circus stardom in the 1940s New York City. Modoc is a captivating true story of loyalty, friendship, and high adventure to be treasured by animal lovers everywhere. And it is, it is just Yeah, I see it's story. got a blurb by Betty yes. White on the back. She so. says, once I started this incomparable story, I couldn't put it down, and you can't really. And I cannot get it out of my mind, nor will I ever. The message of what can be accomplished by training through affection and joy will thrill all animal lovers. So that is a book I think you would love. Good, good. Uh, I'm going to mention three books by uh, people that we know. Actually, and I, I do know Cy Montgomery a little bit. I've emailed her a few times. But these are um, three very good books. The first one, I'll give you the titles first, and then we'll talk a little bit about them. The first one is called Bandy, The True Tale of a Courageous Cape Cod Canada Goose by Marsha Martin. That's a great book. Yep. And the second one is... Providence of a Sparrow by Chris Chester. And then the third is Born Without a Tail by Care Ariel Wolf. Uh, Linda, do you want to talk about Bandy a little bit? Marsha Martin. a long time book. since I read that, but mm-hmm. as she rescued him, was he uh, was Bandy Bandy injured a, in the beginning? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I read it. But I know he had um, a very bad foot problem, and she thought she was going to lose him. Uh, probably the old fishing line. Uh, Marsha, if you're listening, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We should have uh, scanned the book again, but... Um, it's it's about her befriending a wild Canada goose and, and taking this, very good care of this goose and just loving it and, and seeing it season after season and right. here we have a wild goose that would seek her out yes different places yeah, um, in Cape Cod and uh, find her 
and it's really very rare that people befriend a wild animal and then they, the animal stays wild. It, yeah, this you is could not tell that they loved her. Yeah, and she is just marvelous. Uh, this is a really well-written book. and uh, probably get this book on her website. Yeah, and it's on Amazon, I've seen it. Oh, okay, good. Yep, and so it's called Bandy, The True Tale of a Courageous Cape Cod Canada Goose it's by Marsha Martin. Very good so, writer, and we really enjoyed that. Yep. Um, here's another great book by a friend of mine. It's called Born Without a Tail, and it's by Care Ariel Wolf. And uh, Care lives, or Ariel as she likes to be called, she um, lives in a national forest in Cleveland. Not too she many people live dogs. in national. Oh, she loves dogs. She's been on the show before talking about this book, and this is about. Uh, Ariel and her partner, Dalene, and about all the animals they have rescued. Um, Quite a few. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the stars of this, of course, is uh, the dog uh, Waldo and uh, Troll. The star of the book, though, is uh, her dog, Dylan, who lived a, a really long life. And um, uh, you, you want to read about how, how she found these animals, all the, the things that happened to her trying to take care of them, to her and Dalene, and it's just They're amazing. They're very patient. And um, she is such a fantastic writer. You would think that this is her 10th book rather than her first one. She just very well is, is a natural. Mm -hmm. One more book. This is by Chris Chester, and this is called Providence of a Sparrow, Lessons from a Life Gone to the Birds. And this is about uh, Chris and uh, his wife, Rebecca, and uh, they find, it's, it's a little bit in the vein of Arnie the Darling Starling, mm -hmm. in that they find a little bird that fell out of the nest, and then they take care of the bird. And this is a sparrow named Bee. He falls in love with this bird. Yes. He would do anything for it. And you would have a hard time finding any other book that has such close observations of a bird. Very detailed. Yep, and uh, really about how the bird thinks, the intelligence of this bird, and it's, it's... Didn't they devote two rooms of their house upstairs to the birds? Their whole upstairs was a yeah, free fly zone because they... They, they like to, for them to be free. They got other birds too, so if you can get the hardcover rather than the paperback, I would suggest that because... The uh, paperback, he added a chapter on the end about the uh, demise of the Sparrow Bee, and I'm not so crazy about that. I like the happy ending in the hardcover, right. but either way... It's uh, a wonderful book. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very well written. Well, let's see. Some of these classics like Call of the Wild, the Jack London books, Call of the Wild and White Fang. These are beautifully written books about a man up in Alaska. These are fiction, not nonfiction, but they're so beautifully written about a man and his sled dog and the, the team and the relationship between the dogs on the team and his relationship with them and how the dogs feel or about how this main dog feels about him. And um, both of these books, it really looks from the voice of the animal, how they feel about the people and their environment. It's just, they're excellent books. Yeah, Very good. just classics. Mm -hmm, they are classics. And, um, of course, the Cleveland Amory books, people love those. The Cat Who Came for Christmas and Ranch of Dreams are two books that he wrote about. The Cat Who Came for Christmas was, I think it was just some white kitten outside his door near Christmas time. And it's a story of his relationship and the development of that relationship with this cat that he found just before Christmas. I want to go back. I need to spell Care Ariel Wolf's name so that you can find spell the differently. book. Spell differently. Yeah. This is Born Without a Tail, the book we're talking about, about a woman who takes in the stray cats and dogs. 
and her last name is Wolf. W U L F F. And so um, the first name is spelled C A Y R, which yep. is a little different spelling. Yep. So born without a tail, and you can find the book on Amazon, and you can also find it on her website, which of course I don't have, but you can find it pretty easy. So that did you mention Lockett's Meadow? No, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, this is another friend Kathleen, of ours. How do you pronounce her last name? Kathleen Schumer? Sherman, S-C-H-U-U-R-M-A-N. She has two Lockett's Meadows books. They're so good. Oh, they're really good. They're um, Spoken in the voice of the animals at her farm. Yep, these are books for young adults, but everyone will Anyone enjoy them. Anyone would love those books. I have to tell you, I, I could not put them down, either one of them. I usually don't like books that are told through an animal's point of view, but these are so, so genuine. So intelligent and well authentic. done, humorous, mm-hmm. and uh, wonderful, wonderful, just yep. the way they're written. Yep, the first book is uh, called, it's uh, Lockett's Meadow, The Long Road Home. And then the second book, there we go, I had to grab the book. The second book is called Captain of the Dance, and uh, tremendous books. Look you for those. You can't put them down. They're so good. One reason they're so authentic is that uh, Kathleen, oh, I misspelled her name, is S-C-H-U-R-M-A-N. So that's Kathleen, S-C-H-U-R-M-A-N, and she's uh, an animal communicator, and so she actually hears the voices of animals in her head. Very interesting person. Oh, it's really a a fun, entertaining, wonderful book. Now, you can talk maybe about Cat Albrecht's book, Pet Chronicles. Yeah, The Lost Pet Chronicles by Cat Albrecht, A-L-B-R-E-C-H-T, and... uh, she is the first person in the United States to have used tracking dogs to track lost pets. And she teaches them to do that. Yep. And she goes to different locations around the country and looks for lost pets. Yeah, so. and um, which she did, mostly gives workshops now, and she has a... Trying to teach people lost, how to do it, is yeah, that it? Yeah, I think it's called the Lost Pet Partnership, um, but... Um, she has classes for other people to learn how to do that. But it was amazing that someone with tracking dogs could find lost pets. And one great thing about her book is that the, um, there's an appendix in the back of the book with tips on what to do if you lose a dog and what to do if you lose a cat because the um, animals behave very differently when they're lost. So right. it, it's a great book. It's helpful. Yeah. And then there's a, a book called Traveler that I don't know who the author is. I can't find that book around the house, but it's written about Robert E. Lee's. It's written through the voice of Robert E. Lee's horse, and it tells the story of their lives together through the voice, more or less, of this horse called Traveler. It's a very famous horse, uh, Civil War times, and I don't know. It's I'm, I, if it's not in bookstores, you could you know call there and find where to get it. it it's just a, a wonderful book. It was popular for a long time. When we went to a horse museum in Kentucky, they had a lot of material about this horse. He was so famous, and I really highly recommend that book. I loved it. I want to mention a couple of books. These are more nature books, I guess, but they're um, really, really good. It's by uh, Bernd Heinrich, B-E-R-N-D Heinrich, H-E-I-N-R-I-C-H. And this is uh, Ravens in Winter and Mind of the Raven. And these are both books about wild ravens and about just how extraordinarily intelligent they are. And uh, 
Really amazing oh, books. Good books. Really amazing. There's uh, Wesley the Owl. Did we mention that one? Here it is right here. We're running out of time. So yeah, you want to talk about Wesley the Owl by, by Stacy O'Brien. A remarkable love story of an owl and his girl. She raised this little owl to adult. Barn living. Owl. Barn Owl and had it many years. Great book. There's also one called The Wilderness Family by Kobe Kruger. Oh, okay, The Wilderness Family that is, is a, wonderful. She's just a good writer, that woman this is. This is about a, a South African woman whose husband is the warden at a, a wild the largest a, wildlife refuge. Refuge there in South Africa. And they had to, I think to get to town, they had to cross a, a river that was full of hippopotamus. Yeah, and then when they were crossing, the hippopotamus might come up to the boat. That kind of, And they raised a lion named Leo. And that was such an interesting ex to hear about that. Oh, that's just an amazing. The she animals that she encountered. Uh, Talked about. I remember all there. the problems they had with hyenas. If you left oh, anything out overnight, leather, they'd eat it. If you left rubber galoshes out, the hyenas would eat it. They them would overnight. literally anything. And I remember when we've had our problems with the generator before. I always think of her because uh, she had a really temperamental generator, and that was their only source of electricity. So that's yes. a great book. Oh, I love that book. I've read that again and again. Did you want to talk? Talk about um, these There's two a, books. Uh, a veterinarian in Alabama named Dr. John McCormick. He has at least two books out, and one of them's called A Friend of the Flock, and another one's called Fields and Pastures New, about his life being a veterinarian in rural Alabama. He's been kind and of referred very engaging books. He's been kind of referred to as the. Uh, the James Harriet of um, Southern America. Yeah, there you go. It's and they're very entertaining. I remember the first stories. first book was good because it's all about him kind of trying to gain acceptance in this small community as, as a vet. Right. And just like James Harriet had to um, gain acceptance up in the Dales. Yes, people that didn't want to spend money ever take their animals in. You just had to prove yourself. And yeah. Very, very funny stories. Yeah, so that's yeah. a great book. Swans in My Bathtub by oh, Mary yeah. Jane Stretch. That was a good book. Uh, she, was she a rehabber? She, had a re she was a rehabber. Tells all these stories about rehabbing animals. You know, that title reminds me of a book I can't find that I wanted to... I, I'm just coming to mind right now called A Tarantula in My Purse. We didn't have that one, did we? Yeah, that was a great book. You and did? There were good stories about crows and all kinds of animals. Who wrote that one? I See, I can't remember. Oh. I can't remember. I'm just thinking of it I now. That. Yeah. But these books, uh, any and all of them, are great. And if you have the opportunity to get them, I'm sure you'll have some good reading yep. there. This isn't exactly an animal book. It's called The Outermost House by Henry. Beston. It's about nature. It's about nature, but it's got one of the most famous animal quotes in it about how uh, animals are other nations. And that's a quote that I've seen on the, um, the whole paragraph. I won't read it because there's a, just an amazing quote. And I've seen it in a poster on the walls of uh, a vet. Uh, I think it might be our vet up in Cedar Springs. Really? But uh, it's an amazing book. It's about a guy who lived in the easternmost house in all of North America. In the early 1900s, he built a little house on the Cape Cod beach, and so he lived really close to nature. It wasn't even a house, it was a shack. Kind of a Henry little. David Thoreau kind of a oh, guy. Very good writer. Yep, yep. So those are our recommendations of books you might want to curl up with in the cold winter months, or if you're in Florida, sit out in the sun and... and Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we, that, we enjoy these books a lot. Yep. So we hope uh, you got some good suggestions. If you... Um, Miss some of the titles. I'm going to try and put them all on a Pet Life Radio website. Otherwise, email me, bob at petliferadio.com.
www.jennyfrank.com and I'd be happy to uh, you know, give you the titles of the book. And if you know any books that you love that are pet books that we should hear about, let us know. Yep. I'm always looking for new books to read. Yeah, we used to have a book. Books. used to have a book called Whoever Heard of a Horse in the House. Remember that? Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, I gave it to some friends of ours in Kentucky who actually raised a horse in their house too. So anyway, thanks so much to my producer, Mark Winter, and thanks to Linda for helping me with this episode. It was fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart, every week on demand from Pet Life Radio dot com.